Hello, and welcome to the Earth Chats podcast. I'm your host, Sahara. I'm an activist, writer, speaker, and listener with a passion for creating change in our world. Join me and special guests weekly as we have inspiring conversations and reveal insightful knowledge, tips, and tricks on how you can live more mindfully on this planet. Tune in every Wednesday and make sure to hit subscribe to stay up to date with all the latest episodes. And now, without further ado, let's get on with the episode. As a special gift to our listeners, BMDM Digital has created a 52-page free social media training guide that will help you ignite your social media. You can download your free copy in the link below. Welcome to Earth Chats. Today we have special guest talking about kind of a different topic that we usually talk about. We'll be talking a bit of health, a bit of nutrition, a bit of wellness, a bit of homeopathy, um, all kinds of interesting things and relating it always back to the planet because we are a part of nature. It's not us and them. It's not people in nature. We are all one. So everything is connected. So please welcome Geraldine to the podcast. Thank you. Can you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, I am a nutritionist, Um, I'm a homeopath and also a qualified chef. Um, I moved to Nisna about 11 years ago and I think I'm officially a local now. (laughs) Um, uh, I'm an animal lover and um, I really love food. (laughs) <laughs> and that's kind of why I am in the kitchen. I have a business called The Nutritious Kitchen and I teach people how to make healthy food. So. Amazing. I because I follow I follow Geraldine on Instagram mm-hmm. and I'm telling you guys she's got some like amazing food pictures. It's just like, "Oh, <laughs> and your cats are so cute." <laughs> yes. My children. Yes. So, you're a registered homeopathic and naturopathic doctor. You've got post grad degrees in personalized nutrition, plus complementary qualifications in herbal medicine, functional medicine, homeopathy, and nutrition. You also run your own business and practice called the Nutrilicious Kitchen, hosting food preparation workshops, doing private consultations with clients, as well as a whole lot of work through social media. So lots and lots of stuff. So can you share a bit on this? What started you getting into um, interested in health and what the journey has sort of entailed? Okay, so initially when I was in school, I wanted to be a marine biologist. Okay. And um, my grandmother got very sick. She had cancer and she died within four weeks of wow. diagnosis. Um, there was, it was terminal and there wasn't anything that, that med- conventional medicine could do. Um, I was very close with my grandmother, so it was a huge shock yes. for me, and that I think was the turning point for me um, that I decided I wanted to go into healthcare um, and alternative healthcare. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of the starting point um, okay. of my journey. Yeah. Wow. No, um, my uncle also died from cancer as well, and we recently my grandparents had a friend who 
was diagnosed with cancer and two days later died. Yeah. So it's it's pretty hectic. And the thing is, is that a lot of you know chemo and stuff, it's just you get even sicker from yeah. that, and it exactly. doesn't really actually support the rest of the body. Yeah. So yeah, well, okay. So you've also published. You're also a published author with your very own recipe book, The Nutrilicious Kitchen, The Heart and Art of Nutrition. I love that. In the book, you talk about nutrition and living a wholesome, balanced life. Can you tell us a bit more on your ethos and approach to health and wellness? Okay, so initially I started off very um, linear in terms of my approach to healthcare. It was consultation and what I would call green pharmacy. So I was doing what your conventional doctor mm-hmm. would do, um, you know, taking a case and then prescribing uh, alternative medicine. Um, I soon found out that um, we need to really address the basis um, of of what the foundations are of health and a huge component of that is uh, food mm. and food has a massive impact on um, our biology and if our eating isn't right we can give as many medicines and tinctures and remedies as we want yeah. um, it won't shift um, and it won't change on the long term yeah. uh, any sort of chronic diseases so Um, My ethos really, uh, in terms of nutrition as well, is um, innate wisdom. I think there's a huge amount of information out there. We're overloaded with information about nutrition and it changes on a daily basis. Um, So people are often frustrated and confused. Um, So uh, I try and teach people to listen to their bodies um, and to tap into innate wisdom in terms of what they need to eat and and how they need to eat Mm -hmm. and um, an important part of what I do is really creating a healthy relationship with food so my philosophy is not I don't have a specific diet philosophy Mm -hmm. um, besides the fact that I really um, like my favorite really is plant-based eating Mm -hmm. um, because I've seen such amazing benefits Mm -hmm. overall um, but yeah, I, I just I feel like people need to relearn um, how to enjoy food yeah. and also um, how to have a good relationship with food yes. because unfortunately uh, the nutritional field does promote uh, fear and fear of food um, and we're often told what we shouldn't eat yeah. and not what we can do in a positive light so mm-hmm. I try and keep m- what I do and my ethos light and fun and um, initiate a conversation on personalized uh, nutrition rather than just a generalized yes. diet yes. no I love that for sure I think nowadays especially with social media there is so much like misinformation out there and also myself being somebody who has in the past suffered with an eating disorder I know all the kinds of stuff that can go through your mind and how definitely information from the outside world does not help in any case. And it's, yeah, I know we need to really start enjoying our food instead of, you know, feeling guilty about it or restricting ourselves or, you know, feeling like there's things that we should and shouldn't eat. And so it's definitely such an important message to share and to spread. Um, So, yeah, thank you. Oh, gosh. Okay. Sorry if you can hear an alarm in the background. Don't know what just happened. (laughs) So you also keep the earth in mind with the work that you do. Um, I've 
follow your Instagram, so I see a lot of, you know, you often post pictures of you in the garden, and your garden looks beautiful, by the way. Um, so can you share a bit um, on why, whoopsie, lost where I was. Can you share a bit on how our health and the planet's health might be interconnected and in what ways one affects the other? Okay, so I've always been a nature child at heart. Um, I've always felt most comfortable in nature and with animals. Um, so I don't see that there's a difference between us. There's definitely a connectedness. Um, we are part of nature. We're not um, distinct or different. Um, so obviously the health of the planet uh, directly affects our health. And we can see that um, in terms of our pollution levels and um, toxicity levels. Um, people are exposed a lot more because we're not taking the environment into account yeah. um, and we're not being conscious of that um, so it directly affects us so what we do to the planet is what we do to ourselves. and there's 100%. so much toxicity in um, in our environment and that directly translates to toxicity in our bodies yes. and uh, ill health as well so lots of syndromes we're seeing um, you know, things that, that are autoimmune disorders, mm. um, you know, and people and researchers linking all these chronic diseases um, to our environment. Yeah. So environmental impact is, is massive uh, in terms of our health, but also health of the planet yeah. and for our survival really as a human species. And that's, I think at the moment, really a topic that is really important and people yeah. should start to take uh, that into consideration yeah. we can't keep on going the way we've been going yeah, and sure. if we don't connect our own health uh, even if that is egotistical to yeah. <laughs> you know the environment then I don't know where we're gonna start yeah. in terms of For sure. um, making a difference and living a healthy life yeah for sure I think um, people I don't know they somehow are so kind of disconnected just like the planet and the people are not one thing and yet if there was no planet we wouldn't be alive right now so yeah. you know we really need to start connecting those dots and yeah. I love what you said how anything that's like toxic in the environment is going to be toxic in of us course. and it's so true yeah. and our environment affects everything exactly. you know it's so true yeah. so yeah no We're definitely a product of our environment really yes no true and that definitely. we see that in health yes you know yes yeah and I think it must be quite amazing like working as a doctor and a nutritionist you can actually really see these things absolutely yeah, yeah. because you can you know having all these different perspectives um, gives you I think definitely I feel like I've got a good picture of, of what's happening and it's not just me seeing us yeah. it's everyone and yeah. what you're doing is just as important as yeah. you know you know your your role is also in healthcare, not only for the planet mm. but for people and yeah. animals animals yeah. are suffering too yeah no for sure everything is connected so you also promote a plant-based diet and lifestyle can you tell us why we need to be eating more plants and the amazing benefits they have on us and the planet and just out of interest sake are you vegan as well 
Okay, so I often get asked this question yeah. because I think uh, in nutrition, kind of in the last few years, uh, what you eat is kind of a reflection of who you yeah. are. <laughs> so Especially we often, on social media. Exactly. So we, we align with certain dietary uh, dogmas and, um, and people kind of identify with that and you're either for or against. So I've never really wanted to be like that. I need to, as a practitioner, I need to be open-minded um, because I see all kinds of patients. Mm. Um, and for myself, I've, my journey's really been, um, I would call what in popular media you would call a flexitarian. <laughs> um, at the moment, I would, I, I've been eating vegetarian. Um, and, and for me, you know, eating, eating plant and plant foods um, in terms of the nutritional benefit is, um, you know, your vitamins, your minerals um, and your phytonutrients, so your, your plant nutrients. Um, and they have some amazing benefits, some very therapeutic benefits as well. So, um, which really is, is um, you know, if you look at in terms of color and um, variety as well. Um, just for digestive health um, and general, your system in general, um, plant-based eating is just the way to go. Um, in terms of environment, um, obviously environmental impact is something we need to really be mm. conscious of. And uh, eating less meat really um, has a positive impact yeah. on the environment because uh, the farming practices yeah. are not conducive to any sort of no. uh, environmentally sustainable way of living. Yeah. So, um, so I would say, yeah, I'm vegetarian at the moment and uh, previously probably 80% plant-based. When I talk about plant-based, I, I talk about primarily eating plant foods. Mm. Um, <laughs> vegan to me is not always healthy, mm -hmm. so they, I've, yeah, I've met a lot of definitely, yeah. unhealthy vegans. People kind of put vegan and healthy in mm -hmm. the same kind of um, box, and I don't see it that way. So mm -hmm. for me, plant-based, when I talk about plant-based, I talk about primarily eating mm -hmm. uh, fruit, vegetables, and whole foods, so whole grains, legumes. Um, and minimally processed foods. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and as I said, you've got amazing amounts of fiber and all the different colors. And if you look at the array of of colors in fruit and vegetables, yes. you you understand the amount of nutrients and um, phytochemicals that you get yes. that actually have a positive effect on your health. So. Yes. Um, that's why I, I really love the plant-based way of yes. eating and I promote it. So uh, it's not exclusive. Mm -hmm. uh, often people feel very intimidated if they want to make yeah. a change and that, you know, you say, okay, you need to eat vegan. They, they often feel like, wow, yeah. okay, yeah. It, it's it's a bit jolting. So for me, plant-based is, is a nice introduction for people yes. who, who want to live a more sustainable, uh, conscious life. And uh, yeah, so... Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I think a lot of people, like you're saying, they're mistaken. The moment it's vegan, it's healthy, Absolutely. which is so not true. Yeah. I mean, you can get like vegan alternatives to everything and it's just as processed yes. and just as full of crap as, you know, anything as yeah. the normal stuff. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, so I think that's definitely I also like to say, like, if people ask me, like, are you vegan? Yeah. I prefer to say plant based as yeah. well, because what I eat is mostly plants yeah. like I don't exactly. I don't like to eat all the processed junk out there yeah. so definitely it's yeah. all it just sounds better as well it does. It does. <laughs> yeah yeah there's um, 
as I said, I think with the plant-based eating, it's, it's more inclusive. Yeah, definitely. Um, what I do love about the vegan philosophy, and I mean, it's it's just a play on words, mm. really plant-based or vegan, yes. it's what, what you label it. But what I love about the vegan philosophy is the, the mindfulness mm. about our impact on, on the environment yeah. in terms of the food choices we make. So, um, and obviously taking into consideration um, the way um, we treat other um, beings, beings, sentient yeah. beings in, in the world um, and animals, you know, yeah, have been definitely. mistreated. So for me, because I'm such an animal lover, um, it's just, it was kind of a natural yeah. gravitation yeah. towards that. For um, sure, yeah. No, definitely the same. I'm quickly interrupting this episode to bring you a little message from our amazing sponsors who've made this episode possible. I live in the beautiful town of Nisna in the Garden Route, and I want to invite everyone to visit this fantastic part of our country. We have everything, indigenous forests, nature reserves, awesome views, beautiful beaches, and natural wildlife. Come for a dream vacation. Oh, and I almost forgot. Nisna has some of the best restaurants you will find anywhere. Follow us on Instagram at at visitgardenroot, where we will introduce you to our fantastic and favorite people, places, and things to visit. This is us on Instagram at visitgardenroot. And now without further ado, let's get on with the rest of the episode. What do you find are some of the most common misconceptions people have around health and nutrition? Okay, so definitely that it's expensive. Uh So that eating healthy is expensive because I think a lot of people associate healthy with superfoods and with novelty ingredients. um, And they don't kind of relate it to your everyday fruit and vegetables. Um, And then also with the expensive comes the exclusivity Mm -hmm. so that it's only, um, you know, applies or, or is is in the reach, within the yes. reach of people who are financially able yeah. um, to to buy mm. these these ingredients. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of the times, that's why I kind of promote the fun aspect of, of nutrition as well, is because um, there's often an idea that, that eating healthy is boring and bland as well. Uh-huh. Um, and not creative. So I think that's where with the Neutralicious Kitchen I I like to promote Mm. a different way of thinking. Um, Yeah, I I think, yeah, I think that's pretty much. That's it, yeah. yeah. Cool, no, definitely. I think people, especially if you say like plant-based and stuff, they're like, really? Like, how can, like nobody likes veggies. And it's like, I, I don't understand why. They're like, this is so colorful and delicious <laughs> yeah exactly no i also don't understand why it's just you need to know you need to know how to treat vegetables yeah and that's kind of what i teach at the yes. nutritious kitchen i love that so what would you say are the building blocks for a healthy and happy life okay so i was thinking about this when you sent me questions <laughs> and that's we can either go philosophical <laughs> or we can go very practical and i think um my answer really is is would be from the heart and um so so your your question basically is what is the building blocks so we i can tell you which most people know good nutrition sleeping well Mm -hmm. 
happy life um, and balance. Mm -hmm. But within that, I think there's so much more, and I've actually had to write it down because <laughs> I was having a philosophical moment. <laughs> so I also think um, it evolves. So foundations of health and happiness kind of evolve as we grow mm -hmm. um, and so as our priorities evolve and grow so um, I, I put one of the the things as connection mm -hmm. and I think um, especially in this time there's a lot of disconnect with everything yes um, sure. we're so connected on social media um, but we we don't have time for each other we're so distracted yeah. Um, so connection to people, to nature, and to other sentient beings, um, and of course, most importantly, to ourselves. Yes. Because without connection to ourselves, uh, we can't actually connect to definitely. the people around us definitely. and nature and everything. So connection is definitely one of those things. Um, I also think authenticity is mm. a big, a big, um, important part of of living a healthy and happy life. Um, I think when you know yourself, um, you're able to engage in life in a much uh, more healthy way, mm. let's put it that, or balanced way. Um, and so, you know, good or bad aspects of life can be overcome if you yeah. know, you know, your reaction. So it yeah. doesn't mean being perfect and it doesn't mean, it's just about being inquisitive yeah. about the person you are and that person evolves and grows hopefully yes. you know throughout life yes. and and you know health and happiness are dynamic so it's not both are not static mm. and um, kind of making peace with the fact that we we're always in this dynamic flow you know flux and flow yes. I love talking about that because um, it's not a constant yes. so and happiness comes and goes it's you yes, know 100 percent um and it's influenced by a lot of things that we have no control over um so i like to think of a stable kind of happiness as contentment so mm. if you've got the stability of contentment then you know happiness comes and mm. goes it's an emotion it's splitting yes. health you know we can do certainly do mm. things that that promote health and a good diet is obviously a major part but um, you know we, we can recover well as well if we're eating very well so yeah so I love that that's kind of thing yeah I love that and then um, yeah the connecting to the innate wisdom was was that um, yeah. so that you can integrate the good and bad in life yes. so we don't you know have a bias towards obviously yeah. we want more good but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I love that it's so true and like, I think definitely that connection to ourselves is something that we have definitely lost. And it's something that is actually so important. Mm. And yeah, being true and authentic to yourself, yeah. honestly, that makes you happy. And then you can, you know, spread your happiness and exactly. make other people happy as well. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I think I think that really is important. And of course, you need to eat your fruit and vegetables. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Are you ready for a little quick fire, quick rapid round? Okay. What does a typical day in the life of Geraldine Robson Parsons look like? Okay. So usually at around 
4 or 5 a.m. Um, I am a cat trampoline. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, my cats wake me up, feed the cats. I usually drink uh, about a litre of hot lemon water and then I sit usually outside in my garden and I either do a write a journal or I do breathing or I'm, I try and meditate. Um, so usually do that for about 10 minutes and then I do some sort of physical activity whether that's a yoga practice or I usually go to gym because I enjoy being um, you know challenged mm -hmm. in that that way um, and then I get home I usually have breakfast and then I get into my office which is either the kitchen or my <laughs> office office <laughs> where I consult um, and then usually in the afternoon I have cuddle time and play time with my two little doggies <laughs> or we go for a walk and then in the evenings I just kind of lays on the couch and usually fall asleep to whatever we're watching at <laughs> home so um, yeah and then my kind of day I usually try and end my day off with some sort of um, calming practice mm. so whether that's yoga or also just sitting and reflecting mm. on the day I also what I like to do in the morning is um, I have a joy list mm -hmm. and I have a to-do lo mm -hmm. to list so um, I make sure that I have my joy list as a, as a kind of balance to mm -hmm. my to-do list mm -hmm. um, and so today I'm going dancing oh, and nice. so that is my joy list and of course chatting to you so oh, oh, thank <laughs> you that's so nice I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna steal that from you because we can get very wrapped up in our to-do list sometimes yeah. and forget to have the joy so yeah that's a very good one yeah I love my joy list. Yes. <laughs> now, what is one of the biggest lessons you've learned and it doesn't have to be career related? Okay, so I've learned, I feel like I've learned a lot of lessons in life. <laughs> um, but uh, I think in the past uh, four or five years, I've, um, we've had, I've had two very special people pass away um, and we lost everything in the nicer fires mm. um, and you know there's just been a, a lot of uh, very challenging things in my life that I've had to deal with I you know and I realized really that I'm stronger than mm. I definitely think and I think that is applicable to most people yeah. I think when you have those challenges you can't ever you think the worst thing that can happen to you you won't overcome and um, you do yeah. Uh, with a lot of heartache, with a lot of soul searching, a lot of journaling and mm -hmm. writing and breathing and yoga. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah, and I think, you know, those kind of challenges bring you closer to, you know, knowing things about yourself yeah. that, that, you know, you realize, wow, I'm, I'm actually mm -hmm. strong. So in terms of like, that's a very kind of personal um, what I've kind of learned but mm. I think those life lessons I can translate into it gave me the courage to write a book mm. um, and to you know continue with my business and to pick up uh, from having lost literally everything yeah. um, and, and just carrying on you know yeah. so we are definitely stronger than what we believe and you know the human soul is infinitely yeah. Uh, strong. Yes. So yeah, I, love I think that's that. my big lesson. Yeah, no, I can relate to that so much with yeah. definitely all kinds of things in life. You know, we yeah. 
things come and knock us down and you've just I think finding that strength inside of yourself yeah. and just each time just persevering it just makes you stronger every single time yeah, absolutely yeah so on the top of your head what are three things you're grateful for in this moment in this moment I'm really grateful um, that I'm going dancing. <laughs> I'm really grateful um, that I had, my husband had a bit of a health scare uh, a few years ago and he had a checkup today um, and he is healthy. Oh, so, good. Yeah, so I'm really grateful for that. Yes, I'm grateful definitely. that my family is healthy and that I'm healthy. And I'm really grateful that I got um, kisses from my little <laughs> Jazzy, who's my little cat, my new, newest adoptee. Um, yeah, so lots of cat kisses today. Yes, so the I best. Think the simple things. That the you need simple to be things in life. For. Oh, good, good. I'm glad that your husband's well. That's good. So, if we had one day to save the planet and help everyone achieve a healthy lifestyle what three things would we need to do okay it's the tricky one yeah, i interviewed tricky. somebody yesterday and he was like oh i really had to think this one through yeah no so i had to make notes on this as well <laughs> because again this is a massive topic yes. and um my natural uh <laughs> nature to panic <laughs> in a situation of we only have one day it's hypothetical <laughs> hypothetical okay so definitely, if I look from, from my point of view, obviously I come from a framework of nutrition. So eating more consciously, um, uh, not supporting monocultures, mm -hmm. um, and eating more locally, mm -hmm. uh, growing your own food mm -hmm. would be a good start. And then, um, yeah, I think like, uh, try, you know, looking at being more tolerant, mm. I think tolerance I think tolerance translates into, uh, I definitely think we could save the planet with more tolerance. <laughs> and then time. So I think, um, yeah, you know, our time is, is, is limited, you know, our own lives are limited. Yeah. And I think we are at, at a crucial turning point in, in our health in terms of the planet as well so um yeah so i think time i would choose time if you were a genie i would definitely go uh, conscious consumerism um eating close to home and being tolerant cool Does, i don't know if that answers the question no that's perfect because i think that. what's so cool about that is that you can see if you you know consume consciously yeah. if you eat locally if you eat more plants it helps the planet and it also helps the people exactly which is exactly win, what win. we're talking about here win, win. so exactly. it's fantastic perfect right so to finish off what piece of advice or actionable step can you give our listeners to help them reduce their impacts on the planet and also improve their lifestyle okay i think it kind of relates back to what you asked me mm. uh, previously and um definitely being a conscious consumer mm -hmm. um so knowing where your food comes from mm -hmm. um suppose we're very blessed in the garden route to yes. have lovely local producers and markets that we can mm -hmm. go to and places we can go and definitely. find local produce so supporting that um planting your own garden yeah um not everyone's a avid gardener um, <laughs> but you know 
herbs, just just um, it just gives you an appreciation for where food comes from. Definitely. Um, and what it takes to grow food. Definitely, because it's it's not it's easy. Not easy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, definitely that, and then I think. Um, always realize that you have an impact so the choices mm. we make often people will say well oh, what is my one decision yes. going to make what is one my one a plastic bag you know yes it's, it's you know if I go shopping you know with my Tupperware and my my cloth bags from what the bag <laughs> <laughs> then you know what impact am I yeah. making but everyone makes has an impact and 100%. so there is power in individual decisions so that's a huge thing and um, and then educating yourself you know yes. I, I think a lot of people don't have bad intentions yeah um, and I think people want to do better um, but the key is education mm, so definitely. Um, I think we're bombarded with information but there's a lack of education Definitely. Um, so I think that's where it's wonderful what, you know what you're doing and, you. and making people aware and just um, making it practical yeah. for people because I think that's what people need. That's yes. what I do at the Nutritious Kitchen. I try yes. and make health practical. Um, and yeah, so I think those are my lovely what I would tell people. Definitely, I love that. And yeah, so true. Education and 100% with we all have an impact. Like, I like yeah. that's like what I preach. I'm like, people, we all have an impact here. Do. Doesn't matter if it's the tiniest thing, it will make a difference. And if it makes a difference in your life, yes makes difference overall so I love that perfect so to wrap up where can people find you and the Nutrilicious Kitchen and connect with all the amazing stuff that you're doing so I have a Instagram account I'm quite active on in social media um, so Instagram at Nutrilicious Kitchen um, and then on Facebook as well under Nutrilicious Kitchen and then um, you can get hold of me by email um, on Geraldine at nutritiliciouskitchen.co.za um, and yeah you can if you want to be part of the Nutrilicious Network you can just send me an email and I'll add you to a WhatsApp group it's not a um, chat group mm -hmm. so it's just about information it's just about workshops um, I host workshops in uh, Neisner, uh, uh, but I am actually hosting a, a one in uh, St. Francis Bay. Okay, soon. nice. Yeah. So there's, I've got a few events planned um, that might be out of Neisner as well. Cool. So yeah, you can. I think the best way to get hold of me is on social media, though. Awesome. That's a good platform yes. to connect. Yes. So. And go follow her. She's got a very nice Instagram page. It's very bright and colorful. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so, so much for coming on the show and chatting to us all about everything, health and nutrition and our lives and the planet's lives and it's all connected. So thank you very, very much for coming on and I will chat to you guys next time. Have you taken the Plastic Pledge yet? I have. The Plastic Pledge is an awareness initiative with the aim of fighting the scourge of plastic pollution. If we know better, we can do better. And the most important thing that all of us can do as a community is to create awareness. Find the link to the Plastic Pledge below. Enjoying the show? Then please support us so that we can continue making awesome episodes just for you. A minimum donation of 100 Rand will get you or your business listed on the Earth Chats page as a sponsor with a link to you or your business please visit the link below to make your contribution.
Thank you for tuning in to the Earth Chats podcast and supporting the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you feel someone else could maybe benefit from hearing this conscious conversation, please do give it a share. And that's it for now, guys. I'll see you next week.